0: Welcome back everyone to Aspire, the leadership development podcast, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua double underscore Stamper. All right, welcome back everyone to the 17th, I can't believe 17th, but the 17th Aspire mailbag with my good friend, Teach Better teammate, the COO and co-founder of Teach Better, the man who only eats pretzels for dinner, Jeff Gargis.
1: 17 episodes? We've done 17 of these? Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome.
0: I'm, I'm going to 20 and I'm cutting you off.
1: <laughs> That's it. We're <laughs> at all right, all right, we're almost there. Let's get through this one. Let's get the other three scheduled real quick and be done with this whole thing. No, this is, this is great.
0: This is awesome because this is actually a special episode because we have a amazing guest in a new addition to the Teach Better Podcast Network, Brittany Ricon from the Teacher Leader Podcast. Brittany, thank you for joining us tonight.
2: Thank you guys for having me. It is super late by me. So you guys seem to be having these late night parties and I'm excited to crash.
1: I want to thank you for hanging out for the last, I don't know how long it took for us to be ready to go (laughs) actually hit record like that itself. Like you should have fallen asleep by now.
2: I should have, but I had some coffee, so I was You know, it's
1: it's an hour later for you and I than it is for Josh. Like Josh, like no big deal for you and me. Like it's 10 o'clock right now.
2: Oh yeah. I'm never up this late anymore.
1: (laughs) Really? All right.
0: I gave her fair warning that we were going to be up late. Mondays are typically late. All right. We reached out to you, the listeners, to ask for some leadership questions via Twitter, Instagram, and Boxer. We are so thankful for your questions. And in the past episode, we have answered three to five leadership questions. And tonight, we're going to hit on three of the questions from our listeners. And I just want to know, Jeff and Brittany, are you ready to dive into these awesome questions tonight?
1: Can we yeah. talk about Britney first, though? Oh. Like, oh is I'd that okay? To am, I allowed, am I allowed to just hijack the, the episode and say, let's talk about Britney instead?
0: Well, for those who have listened before, that, that happens <laughs> quite often. So I think they're not surprised. <laughs> Jeff Gargas wants to talk about the phenomenal podcast, I know.
1: Yeah, Brittany, I think if you share, you know, just for anybody who doesn't know you or hasn't, maybe isn't aware, I don't know if they haven't went over and checked out the Teach Better uh, podcast network and found you over there, you know, where are you at? What do you do and about your
2: podcast a little bit? Yes, I'd love to talk a little bit about myself. <laughs> 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 so um, I'm Dr. Brittany Rincon. I am a fourth right. grade teacher. Yes, doctor now. Look, I'm using it. Can you You believe it? I'm using it. I know. I teach fourth grade in Northern New Jersey. I am also a fourth grade team leader, a curriculum coordinator, and I have a couple other hats that I wear, but I will not start rambling on with those titles. (laughs) Um, But one of the things that I love to talk about is teacher leadership, which is why I named my podcast, The Teacher Leader Podcast. And my big mission is to inspire teachers to take on leadership roles without necessarily leaving the classroom, without necessarily feeling like principal and admin is the only path for them. And I interview amazing teachers who are doing this right now, whether they are still in the classroom and they're leading teachers down the hall or whether they are leading teachers online. And it's just been a wonderful journey. And I love to inspire teachers to just find alternative routes to leadership.
0: Yeah, for those who haven't had a chance to check out Brittany's podcast, make sure you're subscribing. She's phenomenal. She's got so much wisdom within each episode. So definitely go on there and push that wonderful subscribe button to the wonderful podcast that Brittany does each week. And it is an honor to have her on the podcast network. All right, Jeff. Thank you. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready now. We're good now. We've, we've, I'm, I'm, good. <laughs> I'm I'm. satisfied. We can go on. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect.
0: Well, talking about doctors, we can jump on to Dr. Jeff Prickett's question, who is also on the Teach Better podcast. Also, yes. Yeah, he's amazing. And I just had him and Adam DeWitt on the Aspire podcast, and they were fantastic. They were on fire. So if you haven't checked out that episode, make sure that you jump on the last episode of the Aspire podcast to listen to Dr. Jeff Prickett and Adam DeWitt. His question, though, is for those leaders connecting with new team members. What are some suggestions? And I think this is so relevant because I don't know about you, Brittany, but in my school, we're actually still hiring because of the virtual school setting. We're needing more assistance because we're both virtual and in-person. And so even though it's the middle of the school year, we're having to bring new team members in. So I thought this was a very relevant question for those new team members coming onto the campus. You know, How, how do we connect with them as leaders?
2: That's such a great question. I think one of the things that we no longer have is that like walk down the hall and pop your head into someone's office or classroom and like check in with them. And I think that's like 90% of building relationships with new faculty members and teachers. And that's just one thing we don't have right now. So I think one of the ways to really like open yourself up to those more casual conversations is just having maybe like some office hours or having some like unstructured time where you could still virtually meet my school does like virtual happy hours <laughs> yes. just so that we can still kind of get to know each other and have that time. That's not necessarily, you know, a faculty meeting with 50 people and everyone's on mute because mm-hmm. it's really hard to get to know someone that way yep. and just true, making true. connections that way.
1: What about you, Gargis? I Well, all of that right there was was spot on. I think, um, you know, whether you're asking, whether you're looking for when new team members come on your team or if you're going to lead a whole new team, I actually know Jeff, Jeff particularly is taking on a, a another role and having a whole bunch of new team members next mm-hmm. year, which I'm sure where it hit a little bit of where his questions coming from. I, I think everything that Brittany just said, like it's looking for those little ways that you can. Um, open yourself up like you said in the office hours the, you know, the happy hours that's all those are all good things I, I, I wanted to just add like more of a just remember that like you don't have to walk down the hall and poke your head in that's not the only way we connect with people Yeah. you know we talk about this we've talked about this I think on, on this podcast too about new team members or with your students like your students don't love high-fiving you because you high-five them they love high-fiving you because they love you right because of the high-five right Um. same thing with your your, your teachers and stuff like it's it's not just that you poked your head in to the class is why they started to like you as a leader and and, and respect you. It's because of the way you are. It's because of who you are and how you lead them. And you can do that in a virtual setting the same. It just looks different. Mm -hmm. Um, I always point to the fact that, Josh, you look at like us being connected, being connected with Brittany. And I have several people in my life right now that I consider dear, very, very close, dear friends who I've met maybe once ever in in person. Actually, I can think of a couple that I've never met in person (laughs) because we're able to build these relationships online. So you can do the same with your team. The catch is you have to do the things like what Brittany was mentioning. You have to find these ways to create opportunities to have conversations, have real conversations, and to be there for them. I think it's just getting a little innovative and a little creative with how you do that and not being afraid to try some different things and – Some are going to work, some aren't going to work, but I think the key is what Brittany led with, which is finding opportunities to be open and available for them.
0: Yeah, I would say uh, connection is key, and not only connection to new members, but also to the staff they work with every single day. I know for us, even though we have every single staff member in the building, because of... The regulations and with the pandemic, they don't exactly get to see everyone as much as they Mm -hmm. used to be able to. And so they see the members within their own little subject matter or maybe down their hall, but they aren't really connecting with everybody within the campus. And so for us as leaders, you know, new or someone that's, you know, a veteran teacher, we're trying to find opportunities to get them out and connect in a safe way, of course but still connect with people that they may not see every single day. And so, you know, it's the holiday season. So, of course, we've got a lot of things going on, like roam the gnome. And so the gnome is everywhere around the building. And, you know, we're trying to have people find them. And, of course, once they find it, they get to keep it because we're we're not watching it. We're not reusing it. <laughs> we got to be safe. But at the same point, it's like team members are going around and they're at least safely being able to make those connections during the holiday season, taking pictures, you know, all flannel one day and, you know, finding these different themes and things to have fun and not focus on the heavy restrictions and the duties and the things that they're overwhelmed with, you know, trying to, to make it more um, relaxed and get their mind off the hardships of every single day and to make sure that they're finding other people and making those connections. So new or old members on the team, I think that's the biggest thing is to to try and uh, make sure that they're having some fun, especially right now. All right. You guys ready for question number two? Yeah, do it. All right. This one's from Chris Legler. He is an amazing leader in Kansas city. And his question is, how do you coach people who are coaching others?
2: So I think when you're coaching someone who is also in turn, then turning it around and doing it with other people, I think like modeling is really, really helpful. And I think being really transparent about that, like all of the tactics I'm going to help you with are perfect for you to turn around and use with other people. And I think when you frame it that way, it makes the people that you're coaching not feel like, you know, not feel like, oh, I've already learned this or like, oh, I'm already coaching others. Like I don't need this type of instruction or um, support anymore, but you know, we all knew we all do like everybody always needs that support that person who's just a little bit further ahead to kind of pull us along mm-hmm. um and i just think that's like one really good tip
1: yeah my gut reaction was going to be you coach them the same way you coach anyone else but i think the key and where Brittany, pretty you really hit on that is be transparent about the fact that that's why you're doing that mm-hmm. because that's how you coach someone right you can coach the same way it doesn't matter where they're at if you're trying to coach them you're trying to figure out where they're at what they need what works with them and those tactics and tools or whatever that you use are so valuable for them to take away. And I think, Brittany, when, you, when you're when you transparent like that, it gives them a chance to say, oh, okay, so now as I'm receiving this coaching, how am I now flipping it into my coaching practice, which makes me a better coach, which means you just did a better job coaching them too. So, yeah, I think the transparency piece on there is really, really key. But it's, it's the same thing. You're just coaching them on something different, mm-hmm. right? So the, the tactics are still the same and you're still – you're still with the same purpose it's just you're just tweaking what it is that you're actually talking about so but i love the transparency of these
0: yeah transparency is definitely key i just throw in there too just making sure that you're giving immediate feedback and feedback that can be used like not theory but like practical tips and tricks yeah. that you're seeing i don't think it does anyone any good if you're just giving the positive but not giving the areas of growth and so i think you need to do both I and mean, maybe that's part of what Brittany was talking about, right? The transparency piece. Um, but I think the immediate feedback is another component of that. If you're coaching and it's only you're once a month, you know, that's not going to be as effective if you're doing it more consistent and, and giving that that input right away so that they can kind of mull it over. And then, of course, use the tactics that you're, you're providing within that coaching session. Agreed. All right, y'all. You ready for the last question for this evening?
1: Yeah, we're already there. Number I three. Know. Number three. Yeah, it's That's going up. by fast. I know. Well, let's get it done so Brittany can go to bed. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> She's slowly <laughs> drifting off. <laughs> all right. This one's from Donna, and you can find her at Teach Tran T R A N. And her question is: In addition to the shifts educators are forced to take due to the pandemic, there are other changes educators are being asked to embrace and implement. How does one support educators overwhelmed by all of these changes?
2: I mean i think everybody's feeling overwhelmed like everyone in every position on every level and it feels really good when the person in charge tells me that they're feeling overwhelmed too like mm-hmm. it's not just it, me right
1: <laughs> Yeah. So i was just about to say like Brittany already said it transparency like yeah. it's like, right i mean that that is it really is that's a, i don't mean it's a jump but like you hit it so on the head there like i see this with and I'm gonna catch I'm gonna catch junk from this because I I'm not saying that I'm her leader in any way, shape, or form. But when Ray and I talk, if she asks me a question about something that she's overwhelmed with and I tell her, Oh yeah, like I feel that all the time, or like I tell her, like, hey, I didn't get to XYZ because I'm hurting or whatever, she's like, Oh my god, that makes me feel so much better because I was beating myself up that I thought it was just me. When someone who's you you know, who you look up to, who you expect shares with you that they struggle with the same thing as you like that not not only makes you feel good but that connection you have with them just grew tenfold as well because you're like oh like he or she gets it or you know we're similar it's not just me i think that's spot on and from there i think also like letting them know that you know that they're probably overwhelmed because you're overwhelmed as well and then talking to them about Mm -hmm. what it is that's overwhelming them so that you can try to see if there's some way that we can ease it back a little bit can we what can we put you know different levels of priority on certain things so they can kind of push some things off their plate and and address the only what needs to be there and i think something we've been talking about since the start of covid which is obviously just grace lots of yeah. grace still mm-hmm. that hasn't stopped yet that needs to keep going I, I i said it like back in august we were talking and i said yeah, like you know, educators have a lot going on, and guess what? They had a lot going on before COVID, so like we should have been giving grace way back then, too. So, like, that certainly isn't stopping now in December. So, right. I didn't mean to jump all over that, Brittany. I just thought you like nailed it. I'm like, I feel bad now. I'm like, <laughs> okay, we're gonna come back on.
2: Josh. Well, no, I'm over here just like nodding my head. It's like, I agree. <laughs> well,
1: Brittany, you're in the oh, classroom
0: yes. right now, so this is I am in the classroom, yeah, yes, every day.
2: I have very cute nine year olds waiting for me in the morning. So <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah, we're all overwhelmed. And it's nice to when other people say it too, you know, like when someone asks you to add one more thing to your plate right now, um, just understanding that, you know, something else is going to have to go, like, you can't just pile things on right now. They're, you know, everybody always talks about like, you need a must do list and a may do list. And I think this year, you know, we have this like, you know, post COVID list, you yeah. know, like, what does it matter right now? Um, mm-hmm. What could kind of wait? And I think, you know, there's, there have been a lot of like shifts in the way that we view education now that mm-hmm. we've had to look at it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think as a leader too, you can't take offense to the fact that people are overwhelmed. You need to make sure that you're a listening ear and allow teachers to come in to share what they're overwhelmed with and support the, the emotions and the feelings that they're going through right now. We can't hide from it, right? There, there's a lot of stress going on and there's a lot of people that are overwhelmed But once they share it, like how as a leader can I then support that teacher with the feelings that they've expressed? And like Brittany said, maybe it is taking something off their plate and maybe it's just working through, you know, and kind of similar to what we're talking about with the coaching model, right? Just asking questions to figure out, is there some type of solution Mm -hmm. that can help with the social emotional well being of that teacher? And maybe it is, it's a couple of these things that you listed are not that important. Don't worry about it. Focus on, you know, the things that you find have greater relevance at the moment. And so um, I think, you know, with the pandemic, we just need to really figure out what our priorities are right now.
1: Yeah, I think that all ties into me bringing anything new to your team that's going to put something on their plate. Even if you're taking something off and like replacing it, whatever, is really making sure that there's a very clear understanding of why that thing is happening. Why does this need to happen? Which is going to lead to, is it really important or not? Can it yeah. be pushed off? Does it have to have the priority? But if they have a direct connection to why, hey, this is why we have to do this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if that, that should lead to a conversation as, okay, is that the same for everything else? Or can we push things off? But, but I mean, this, that, that goes far beyond COVID It's just anytime you bring in something new, you need to be able to explain why that is that you're, you're bringing something else onto the plate and suggesting that they do it. So I think that, that connection ties into there pretty strong way.
2: Definitely. And I think a lot, a lot could be said for, you know, small actions that have large impacts with teachers, you know, like taking that one recess duty off of a teacher's plate, you know, so they could do something that they really need to do. I think that goes a long way. Yeah, especially right now.
0: Actually, our admin team is doing that exact thing. Of course, I'm in a middle school, so we don't have recess as much as I think our students do need recess. But as far as, you know, morning or afternoon duty, um, as the admin team, we're just rotating through and we're trying to take as many of those from teachers to give that time back to them um, in the morning or in the afternoon. It's just a small gesture for, from us just to say, mm-hmm. you know, your time is valuable and we want to give you that time back. So we're trying to find, you know, innovative ways to at least lessen a little bit of the load. It's not, again, it's not much. It may be 30 minutes of time, but hopefully that little gift can lead to 30 minutes stress. of time
1: right now is a lot of time <laughs> for a teacher right now. yeah.
2: Oh, so, yeah. A lot could happen.
1: They get a couple bites of lunch in during 30 minutes, maybe. <laughs> a, <couple, laughs> a couple pretzels. You have a couple pretzels in, right?
2: <laughs> this podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network better today better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there you can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast now let's get back to the episode
0: Gargus, i got a very important question for you what's up what is going on with the teach better team
1: oh uh, lots of stuff Typically, we have a lot of stuff going on, which is one of my favorite things. <laughs> the big thing going on right now, we just announced today on the day that we that we are recording this, a campaign we have all December long called Gift the Grid, which is uh, in partnership with Education Blueprint. If you go to educationblueprint.org, uh, it's a nonprofit that's built to uh, with the mission of becoming a single place for educators from anywhere to come to to get... Free resources and updates and what's going on. And the resources range anywhere from you know actually like lesson plans and downloads and stuff like that to just apps, websites, PD opportunities, um, book recommendations, everything you could think of. We we'll connect with them. They they were really awesome and they actually built you know one of the the categories is grids. You know nice. for for the grid method that we train on and that Chad created. And so that was how we originally sort of got connected with them. But then we realized the passion they had and what they're trying to do, and we wanted to. We wanted to help them so we're doing a lot of you know work with them just partnering right now it's it's a grid and the, and the catch of that is it doesn't need to be a grid it can be any resource anywhere but we're we'll challenging our audience and so i'm challenging everyone who's listening to go to educationblueprint.org sign up it's free it's super quick and easy to sign up for and just upload one resource doesn't matter what it is something that has helped you as a teacher or as an administrator and just upload it there it takes like a minute to upload something it's super quick and easy so um, that's a big one going on right now. Uh, we also just, we're just announcing that it's going to be, a, it's going to be a race to the, the publishing Josh, <laughs> whether this episode or the episode, the last episode that Ray and I recorded teach better talk comes out first. It's going to be mine. We announced it on that one. And I think you're going to try and beat it, I am. but we are going to do, we are doing another 12 hour live stream event <laughs> on Tuesday, December 29th. From 8 a.m. Eastern time until 8 p.m. Eastern time. And then that will be across on our Facebook, on Twitter, on Twitch, and on YouTube. Uh, we did it back in June. It was so much fun. Yes, it, was it was awesome. Um, we're putting a little more thought into it this time. <laughs> that one we, we flipped around in less than two weeks. It was a little crazy, but it was a blast. It was so much fun. Um, we gave away uh, just shy of $5,000 worth of prizes last time. We're going to try and beat that. Nice. This, this time, um, essentially, it's us. We're, we're live 12 hours nonstop. With guests and different people and stuff dropping in every thirty minutes, uh, and we're we're gonna have sort of themes going on throughout the day this time that we're gonna be focused on certain things and stuff, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So that's going on. So just kind of keep an eye out for that.
0: The big question is: Is Brittany gonna be joining us?
1: I have Brittany down. I have not asked her yet. She is down for a a particular spot, um, and hopefully she'll say yes. Come on,
2: Brittany! Um, I would love to.
1: She'll say yes. Uh, the other, the other last thing is that we do have a coming up here, um, and this might be uh, shortly after this, this episode comes out. It'll be launched, but we're going to be having a, uh, running a sale through winter break all the way until the 2nd of January. Sale on all the courses over at com, and on mm-hmm. the swag over at teachbetterswag.com. Yep. And that's going to include some of the new designs that are coming out. We've got new designs coming out right now. We have a brand new one that just came out, which is the mug. Yes. The uh, nice, naughty, or better mug, which is a lot of fun. Which was designed by Joshua Stamper, by the way. Heck yeah. Awesome. Um, so super excited. We got some new stuff. Josh has been rocking, helping us out with that. Um, so we've got, uh, I don't know how many new things we're going to have, but there's several new things coming. Several. Which will be included. So the sale will have it'll be a discount on on everything, but we'll also have a bundle again, which was like a huge discount that we did Yep. For Black Friday. So we're gonna do another one of those. So that's fun too. I like that kind of stuff. So and you a lot make of fun sure, stuff going.
0: Make on. sure you get on there and get some Aspire
1: swag also. Yes, there's a Aspire swag on there too. Yeah, and we got a lot of cool stuff that's planned for like the first quarter of 2021 to come, yep. start coming out, but I can't say it yet. So we're excited, Very excited.
0: about that stuff too. Very excited. So, but my yes. excitement level is not even close to the excitement level I have tonight by having a special guest, Brittany Racon, on with us tonight. I'm so excited to have you a part of the Teach Better podcast network and a part of this Teach Better family. So thank you for being on the podcast with us, Brittany.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I've had so much fun.
1: Brittany, did we share earlier where everybody can find you? I mean, they, they can find you, obviously, at teachbetter.com slash podcast. But, like, how can they follow you? Where should they go? Definitely.
2: Yeah. See all the sense. awesome
1: pictures that your your son takes.
2: Oh, I know. He's so good. I know. He has a gift. I'm banking on it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Brit B-R-I-T-T, Rincon, because my full name was taken. <laughs> and then I am um, also on Instagram at teacher leader coach and yeah those are like the best places to find me i'm always on there really
1: your website too i love your website your website is fantastic you got a lot of like there's just good content on there it's just a gorgeous website as well and that's your full name right
2: yes britney.com yes Yes. because that wasn't taken
1: good that's good (laughs) we had to fight for that one
0: all right well both of you thank you so much for being on the Spire mailbag
1: thanks josh appreciate it brother